Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. The following segment is from Monday, Football Monday, on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Uh, we were kind of putting together our rundown, said, what games are we going to talk about? And while we were doing that, holy crap, the mm. game of the season unfolded <laughs> on Sunday night football. The Arizona Cardinals outlasting the Seattle Seahawks in overtime. Not one, but two Zane Gonzalez field goals it took to get the dub. 37-34. to 34. Pete, if you are unaware, they did show this on the broadcast. This was the first game in NFL history where each quarterback had 300 passing yards and 50 rushing yards. Russ cooked. However, he was like uh, an episode of Bobby Flay, um, beat Bobby Flay, that is, where Bobby loses, and he lost to Kyler Murray. What a game we saw on Sunday night. Yeah, I recently got into the Great British Bake Off on Netflix. Highly recommend. Oh, you are way of, behind, my friend. Yeah, a lot of cooking going on on that. Uh, better than Russ did on Sunday night. I finished up Chiefs coverage with my late game, and this game was in the third quarter. And I get up early on Mondays. I kept looking at the clock in the te- central time zone. I was like, I, I got to get up tomorrow. So when I was flipping it. back and forth to the World Series, I mean, there was a lot of action going on in this moment of time. Yeah. I can only imagine what it was for East Coast football fans just to be up. It must have been, what, 3 a.m. by the time this game finished. Uh, this game was so good that Chris Collinsworth was laughing during the fourth quarter and overtime as things were happening. Like it was so joyous to Collinsworth because of just the back and forth and really how improbable it was that the Cardinals came back in this game. This was not a game for defenses. They combined over 1,050 net yards. However, there were some great defensive plays that we should note on the Cardinals side. Apparently, eighth overall pick linebacker Isaiah Simmons had played just five snaps before that key interception to set up the win in overtime. You don't have to get ready if you stay ready, as they say. And, And Simmons, that was exactly what he was able to do on Sunday night. Patrick Peterson, this was his second game with DK Metcalf and that assignment, and he pretty much shut him down again. Last time it was zero catches and one ball thrown Metcalf's way. This was two catches on five targets for 23 yards. Of course, Metcalf had that long overtime touchdown called back due to what was holding. But still, that was 69 yards less than what was his lowest output of the season, previously 92 yards in New England. So Metcalf, an up-and-comer, and Peterson just still showing who's the old man, who's boss. Another Peter, by the way, uh, to a degree, of course. But yeah, DK Metcalf, I'm a fan um, of logic in in moments like the overtime penalty I hate when like a play like that happens and you see the flag and and the description happens and it's on the other side of the field you know what I mean like that that's one of those moments where it's like okay that that directly impacted the result um Cliff Kingsbury obviously the winning head coach in this game albeit well we're gonna get into the icing thing but um he talked about how high schools will forever show the video of DK Metcalf chasing down Buda Baker uh on the interception I'm just gonna say you know 
know, DK Metcalf, like a month ago, had the boneheaded, you know, trying to celebrate before I get into the end zone moment right. that Trayvon Diggs popped out. So let's not act like, you know, like DK Metcalf. I mean, it was an incredible feat of athleticism. I don't want to take away from that. Um, and it should be shown to a lot of people. It was really fantastic. And that ultimately kept this game alive longer, considering the Cardinals ultimately won. I saw someone had dubbed the Rocky music over Metcalf that we're Rocky and Apollo Creed are running on the beach that whatever song that is they played that as he I think he reached like 22 miles an hour second on a tackle this year that was a forever memory RJ I mean you talk to me in 10 years and as good as this game was I don't know who what the score is I don't know who won the game I don't know the name of the kicker as insane as that might sound Uh, what I will recall is seeing Metcalf chase down Buda Baker And bigger than that, the Cardinals end up going for it on fourth down. I know you and analytics guys love it, right? Fourth to three, let's go for it, even though we're down two scores and it's so early. Why they do that, who knows? But it saved the touchdown. That's what's so crazy about it. I mean, Baker was gone. He's a defensive back. He's going for the end zone. And somehow Madcalf catches up to him and saves seven points because of that boneheaded decision, in my opinion. So good on Metcalf. That is a forever moment in the National Football League. Again, you don't remember the details of games down the line. You'll remember that play forever, I think. Well, I will go ahead and plant this flag now. Again, we do miss you, Michael Kist. But DK Metcalf, while in a losing effort, is the official yeet of the oh, week no. here on the SB Nation NFL you show. Incredible you hustle. To, no podcast, no yeet, as far as I'm it, concerned. I'm, I'm just going to say. That should be the, the law. I So let, let's talk about the icing thing, the non-icing, however you want to refer to it, as Pete sips his ice-cold coffee. Arizona, in overtime, gets a chance. Offense is moving, is grooving. They're going hurry up. No defensive substitutions, all that jazz. And they get an opportunity to kick what would have been the game-winning field goal, obviously. Incredible footage from NBC to show one of the assistant coaches letting Cliff Kingsbury know, hey, dude, play clock's about to run out. Call a timeout. So Cliff Kingsbury does this, calls a timeout. Zane Gonzalez kicks what would have been a successful game-winning field goal, um, goes at it again after the timeout, and misses it. Now, Pete, I don't know if you remember. Again, I cover the Dallas Cowboys, and that is the world as far as I'm concerned. It was nine years ago that Jason Garrett through a similar sequence of events, inadvertently iced his own kicker in Dan Bailey in that very same stadium. I believe it was University of Phoenix Stadium at the time. Cliff Kingsbury, not even the first guy to ice his own kicker in the building. Thankfully, they did ultimately wind up winning the game by way of a Zane Gonzalez field goal. This was the game of the season so far. Just the, the end was that crazy. Can always count on you for the weird stats. So thank you for that, RJ. Yeah, I mean, the only time you want to ice yourself is when you're making margaritas. I mean, you want to put a couple extra cubes in there. Love on the rocks. Make sure it's nice and cold. Uh, They were lucky to win. That would have been embarrassing and a gaffe that people would have talked about it. I'm sure used the meme of Cliff hanging out in his bungalow during the draft and just a little too casual with the play clock. Um, I want to actually just note this, though, about uh, Seattle receiver Tyler Lockett, who exploded in this game, looked like a superstar. The signature play to me was the catch in the back left corner of the end zone in the fourth quarter where he drags his feet in. That should have been the game. It wasn't, obviously, with the Seahawks losing. 15 catches, 200 yards, three touchdowns, or in other words, a fantasy dream. Sorry to all those fantasy players who are playing Lockett this week. Lockett. Uh, has two games this season with three receiving touchdowns. He is the first player to have multiple games with three receiving touchdowns since Doug Baldwin last did it for the Seattle Seahawks in 2015. Dougie B, it definitely leads us to our most important moment that we do each week, and that's the come up of the week. 
Make sure you don't miss our next conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts.